September the 15th, so um, last Doric Express for this week, and um, you know, hope probably it's a tip top weekend. But the uh, front page of paper today is a uh, George Murdoch murder haunts ex police officer. So, this is in the first Bobby's on the scene of taxi driver George Murdoch's brutal murder has revealed the killing still haunts him. Retired dog handler Alan Henry. Um, said he still has vivid memories of the unsolved case and finding the Aberdeen cabbie lying in a pool of blood. And Mr. Henry has relived the moment he discovered Mr. Murdoch, uh, known as Dodd, dying on a pavement in cults uh, in a new podcast about the 40-year-old mystery. <coughs> he said the murder regularly gives me thoughts about fat attacked at Pierre Money. Uh, Mr. Murdoch uh, was 58, uh, when he was viciously garroted with a cheese wire. Um, the killing in September 1983 shocked uh, Aberdeen and his family remained convinced the key to cutting the killer still lies in the community and that somebody is protecting him out of fear. So, well, I did my mind out if it was in the paper for that, um, you know, if it happened to the taxi driver lad and... Uh, uh, it was like uh, awful, and it was just like it's honestly you're thinking, like in a place like Aberdeen, that somebody would give something up. But um, as far up till now, it's certainly unsolved and a uh, bit of a you know disaster for the family. Because you would uh, you would like to think that somebody was you know serving time for it, but um, you never know. Could happen yet. Here is a lost vault revealed in the deed space uh, under Union Street. So if it lies below Aberdeen's most famous street, as part of our Keys to the City series of articles, uh, we made it our mission to uncover some of the secrets of the Granite Mile. Uh, Union Street was developed in 1794 as a remedy to the winding and steep medieval street network in Aberdeen. Well, I see, I didn't care that, no. Uh, the new high street was completed in the early 1800s and the project was said to have cost so much it almost bankrupted Aberdeen. But more than 200 years on, there are still questions about the structure uh, that some local folk don't care nothing about. Uh, the Tunnels nightclub and the areas around Carnegie's Bray uh, give a flavour of what the city's underground is like and this space is open to the public and well photographed. But the PNJ was looking for a space between Bridge Street and Market Street, and as far as they can, this mystery space is unexplored territory. So they asked about the Helica City folk and businesses, that uh, nobody really had any uh, concrete ideas. Um, so a lot of folks said there was like a hidden bar under Union Street between Market Street and St Nicholas Kirk. Um, and other folks said there's a, they think there's a tunnel below Union Street that you can walk up and down. Um, they, a lot of folks said that they thought there was enough tunnels to form a fully-fledged subway system. Um, so they knocked on a helicopter shops in Union Street, the P&J did, and um, nobody could really tell them an awful lot until they come to Millets. So um, um, Millets sits on top of the former C&A department store, and the staff knew of access to a tunnel. So, well, 
Hart was a good old days now when CNA was in the corner of um, uh, Union Street and um, Bridge Street, I suppose. And um, Millets was kind enough to grant PJ access to the underground, which staff called a dead space. And uh, they led him down and they found this great big archway. Um, the former CNA department store that uh, still sits empty under the current businesses was almost as captivating as the vault itself. It says there's all maps in the wall, as well as stickers with logos um, and linoleum flooring. Um, well, it says parts of the all plumbing system can be found underground in the vault. Um, and for this reason, the store also had access to a vault underneath Bridge Street. So, well, there you have it. I didn't even care about all this uh, tunnel sign below Union Street. And, um, you know, good on them for finding out. There's a 40 in here. The it looks pretty well made. So, it's less than hundreds of years on them. So, well done, all folk. Now, here's a sheltered house and tenants that left freezing in their beds. So tenants at an Aberdeenshire sheltered housing complex are fighting for compensation after spending years freezing in their beds. Um, issues with the heating at Fechnebre House date back to 2018, with contractors repeatedly sent to, to tell tenants there was no problem to fix. Um, however, the almost 30 tenants at the Blackburn site, some in their 90s and others uh, living with disabilities, were unable to access heating and hot water 24 hours a day. Um, this has caused so much stress and anxiety for everybody for bites here, one man said. I think a council hoped that we were going to and stop complaining. It feels like we're at a stage further than I care. In October 2022, the hail heating system went down for four days, which was reported by several tenants. Um, Aberdeenshire Council put folk to review the system, but they reported back it was working as it should. One wife had to borrow a portable heater to keep warm. Um, but when temperatures had 26 degrees in June, <laughs> she wasn't able to switch her heating off. Well, mighty. Um, and another wife said, Aberdeenshire Council provides a system with which she'll be able to use it 24-7, but when it reaches a certain temperature, it shuts off. The tenants have been told that monitors at the complex make sure the heating turns on when it is needed. Uh, these were pointed out to some of the tenants during a visit to one of the contractors. However, he was actually showing them uh, the broadband routers. <laughs> My God. As the monitors track the heating in their communal areas only, the hallways would be like a fire, though each of the flats was often freezing. Um, the heating and hot water eventually returned to being on 24 hours a day in March 22, with the tenants being dealt. Um, in the large said, for 76, he said it was back at 3 o'clock in the morning and the water was roasting and the heating was on for the first time since I'd come here. I was dancing around. Um, despite not having heating uh, available all the time for years, each tenant has continued to pay for it every week. Um, as large said, you have to gain by the rules, it's up to £46 a week, um, for, it used to be 17 um, yet we had to gain to our bed with layers on, I think, <laughs> they think because we're all there, we'll all be in bed by 10 o'clock and when they notice. Um, in July, three council officers visited the complex with tenants said they were unable to answer any of their questions and instead handed out <laughs> three key rings. <laughs> 
Now the tenants plan to fight for compensation and want the council to accept responsibility for the problems. Um, the issues they highlighted are now being investigated by the ombudsman. Well, sounds like a bit of like um, the Thursday Murder Club or something like that. Some algages getting together. But um, yeah, good on them. I mean, if it's a uh, place that's freezing us, it's for it's for only breathing. Definitely for half folk. So. Um, and, you know, I work in Blackburn, a lot of this folk come down for there, and I can tell you they will not let it go, that's for sure. So, um, they're um, very determined, we'll just put it like that. Now, here is Fire Crew's free horse for a ditch. So, a horse has been rescued by firefighters. If I get stuck in a ditch, what a silly ass. The fire service raced to the scene in Dromoke near Bunkley, after getting a call about 12 o'clock. A cruise for North Anderson Drive, Central and Altids worked for about three hours to free the horse. <laughs> a rescue boat was also sent to the scene. <laughs> well, it must be been a hell of a ditch before they could put a boat up with them. <laughs> but I'm not quite understanding why they would send a boat up a ditch. But anyway... Um, fire appliances left the scene at about half past three and the horse was left sedated in the care of a vet. So, well, so all things happening in the remote. There's uh, some other shenanigans going on there, but um, I'm just, um, I'm nay believing that a boat was sent. Surely no. That's just stupidity. Now, here's a local film talent. It's a see their work on big screen, so Northeast filmmakers will see their productions come to life on a big screen Later this month, Aberdeen Shorts Showcase will present a selection of short films from uh, the Station House Media Unit. Um, oh, uh, that's Shmoo. Um, and the 48-hour film project at Cineworld in Aberdeen's Union Square on Friday, September 22nd. Um, a Q&A session with filmmakers will take place after him as part of an initiative to encourage aspiring filmmakers to network with their like-minded peers. This marks the start of a major development in Aberdeen's entertainment culture. A 48-hour film project husband and wife producer duo Sam Goldblatt and Louise Knowles will introduce their project, currently based in Edinburgh and Glasgow, to the North East in 2024. Uh, Sam said, Louise and I produced the 48-hour film project in Edinburgh and Glasgow and we're half excited to bring it to Aberdeen for we spend all of our holiday time in a special city full of so many talented folk who deserve a showcase. Well, that money has some sense. Uh, films such as Enhancers, a comedy following a magician and his assistant after discovering real magic, and uh, <coughs> Life's a Beach, Then You Die, following two men through their last day on earth, will premiere at the event. Uh, tickets are available from £2.00 via Eventbrite. So, well, that sounds like a rare, <coughs> uh, a rare thing to gang and see. And, um, you know, sometimes find a wee gem in all this uh, handmade uh, movie. So, very encouraging for the folk to be able to do that, I think. So, well done to um, our two film companies and to Cineworld and I. And I hope um, maybe I'll get in for free because I have a Cineworld card, so it's even better. Now just finish up with sport as normal. Back page paper day is a door still open at a dawn's for a Besugin. So Aberdeen man's Aberdeen winger Vincent Besugin could leave the club on loan in the coming days 
but manager Barry Robson insists the Dutch youth international can still have a future at Pitordi. The Scottish transfer window has closed, but a short-term move to a championship club remains a possibility. There's also options in Africa and Asia for a transfer, because um, their windows are still open. Um, he isn't a feature for the Dons this season, and he was admitted for the uh, Conference League campaign squad. But um, Robson says he's not closed the door on him just yet. So up to the loan, and if he keeps working hard and training hard, he says it'll be every chance he'll get um, into the squad and get some games. So um, we shall see if it happens with that end. But um, we need the other good players we've got, I think, and um, after a great start this season. So hope things pick up fairly soon. But, uh, come on, everybody. Now, as we done for the announcement, we published the today's Presson Journal on Friday, September 15th, 2023. So, um, very pleasant day up in Aberdeen for the day, quite um, uh, warm when the sun came out later on. And, uh, yeah, even later on at night, it was uh, pretty decent. But um, I think it's going to be getting cooler at night, they're saying, and it's certainly been uh, some sharper kind of morning if it were used to. But, um, yeah, not too bad about the day. So, um Here's hoping that can abide for a wee while. Uh, so, anyway, thanks very much for listening to this podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. If you did, please make sure and tell a pal about it. Um, if they can follow us on Spotify, that's uh, the cool thing to do. And um, it's, it gives them a chance to listen to every episode as it comes up and also to other all episodes, which um, will take, uh, you know, a few days if not weeks to listen to Alma. But them. Um, at least if somebody does that, they'll be right up to date with all the news for the northeast. So that uh, was dandy. In the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Toodaloo. And uh, here's hoping nobody has a tip-top weekend and um, you know things getting <laughs> the wire winter until. But um, Doric Express, uh, God willing, will be back on Monday. Ching ching. Cheerio. Hope it comes to the instinct of what we're rules on them. Long field, bell field, man a field and pan a field. Lights of local stories that you bleed in a hill. Many folk, getting folk, country folk, and city folk. Hope it comes to the instinct of what we're rules on them. Long field, bell field, man a field and pan a field. Lights of local stories that you bleed in a hill.